Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. It's so frustrating when women do this. Is that something that you've caught yourself saying or thinking once, maybe more than once, maybe once a day, an hour? Probably that's something that you've thought to yourself and said to your friends many, many times. I certainly know that I have, especially in my years uh, going through and learning to become better with women. The truth is there are quite a number of things that happen in the dating world that can be truly frustrating and leads to feel like women are just, I don't know, they're just unthinking, uncaring, like... Creatures who are out to pester us and make our lives difficult. Today, I'm going to look at five of the most frustrating things that women do, at least that they've done in my life, and let's explore why these things happen and actually what the underlying messages are for guys like you. When it happens to you, what does it mean? What can you do to stop it happening again? Keep watching to find out. So, number one of the super frustrating things that women seem to do a lot is when you're talking to a woman and she tells you she has a boyfriend, but obviously she doesn't. Uh, super frustrating, right? It's like, why are you lying? I don't understand. If you don't like me, just tell me. That's what I used to feel quite a lot. It was, you know, I, I, I'd like, I'd really want honest feedback from women. You know, if, if, if you just don't like me, then I know, then I know how to improve or, I, you know, I know what to do better. I'm not left thinking, wait, did she really have a boyfriend? Didn't she? Is this one big lie? So why does this happen? Well, it's probably not a surprise. I mean, in the first level, it's about avoiding conflict. It's, you know, this is going to be a theme that you're going to see come up in a number of these points that we live in a society. I mean, there's two things at play. One is undoubtedly true, like 100%. We live in a society that values women who are nice, um, values women who are sensitive and caring. That's like even from little children, we, we reward little girls who are nice and sensitive and sweet and caring, right? We reward that. So what we do is we instill that behavior in women. The second factor at play is, is, is I believe, but I, I have to admit that it, there is some debate around, around it, but I believe this very strongly. And there is good science to suggest this. And that is that hormonally women are wired to be more agreeable and sensitive and nice as well. So what this means is that <clears throat> conflict is difficult for all humans. If you've ever had to tell someone you, they're not good enough, like they're actually not good enough for you in one regard or another, like tell a friend, sorry, I just don't like you anymore, dude. I don't want to hang around with you. Or, you know, this type of really personal confrontation um, and, and, and let down, that's a really hard thing to do. And it's hard for men, right? And it's, 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 it should be imaginably even harder for women. It's not a pleasant thing to do. And so what happens is a lot of women think to themselves, well, the easiest option here is just to tell him that I got a boyfriend. And that way I'm not I'm not being rude. I'm not hurting him. I'm not making him feel like he's not good enough. I'm sure he's a plenty enough guy. Nice enough guy is just not enough for me or he's not what I want. And that's what women do. And But there is another element to it because I know plenty of women who have, who have thought to themselves, you know what, if a guy isn't doing a good enough job, he deserves to know. And so I'm going to tell him. So I know lots of women who do that. Good on you to those women. But here's the thing. Um, I see this a lot as a dating coach in bars and clubs too. Very often when a woman does give a guy the courtesy to tell him the truth, a lot of times, especially in bars and clubs, 
that leads to a whole world of trouble. So a woman says, sorry, I'm just not interested. Have a great night. And then the guy says, why? Why aren't you interested in me? What, what, what don't you like about me? Do you think you're too good for me? Um, um, well, you know, how can you know that you don't like me if you don't give me a proper chance? All this kind of stuff, right? Um, guys can be really rudely persistent. Probably not those of you watching, but a lot of the guys who actually approach, you know, the guys who are cocky, confident, all that kind of thing. Well, confidence is the wrong word because when they start going, why don't you like me? That's not really a confident thing. But a lot of men do that in bars and clubs. It's super common. And so women have just learned to avoid these kinds of situations. You see, if she says, I got a boyfriend, there's a lot less that he can say, right? Um, that makes things uncomfortable and awkward for her. So women have just adapted to come up with different strategies other than just saying outright, I'm not interested. Um, so yeah, I mean, to some degree, society is to blame. To some degree, you know, women's push to be nice and friendly is to blame. And and to the other part, men themselves are to blame, not us specifically, not the guys like me who would take a hint and walk away, but just men in general. So that's number one. It is frustrating, but I think we shouldn't be too angry at women for going that direction. It's it's not fun to have to reject people constantly, and a hot woman has to reject a lot of guys. So the second really annoying behavior problem with women it used to be a massive one for me, and it was that I would text a woman or message a woman, uh, you know, with my phone or with, with Tinder or whatever, and she wouldn't reply for like a day or two. Hugely, hugely frustrating. So what's going on here? Why does this happen? What behavior is leading to this outcome? Well, first of all, of course, women are checking their phone. And, you know, when they do reply and they say, sorry, I didn't reply. It's been a hectic day or it's been a hectic week. We know that that's not really true. I mean, they could always find time to reply to a text. We know that that's, that's true. But what's actually happening is that, and I have to admit that I've been guilty of this myself as well. If you get a text message from someone during the day, oftentimes you are busy, you're doing something else. But if it, you get a text message from a good friend saying, hey, guess what, dude? I just bought a new puppy. You're probably going to respond. But if you get a text message from someone that you're not super eager to talk to, but you know that you do need to talk to at some point, you'll often look at the phone and you think, cool, I'll respond to that later, right? This is a very common behavior type with people who are very busy. Um, and, and as I said, I do this a lot. My partner's done this quite a bit and you forget to write back to people. And this is actually what often happens a lot of times with women is they're busy doing something. They see your message. They think, uh, I'll respond to him later. They put the phone down and they keep doing whatever they're doing. So what's this telling you? Like, what can we learn from this? Because I, I, this isn't really great behavior, but anyone who's really busy does this on the whole. So really it comes down to the fact that your value in her eyes is not that high. In other words, your buying temperature is not that high. You are just a random guy at this point. Um, and I always say to a lot of guys, if you got a girl's number and you're texting her and she's taking a long time to respond, she's not that eager in you right now. And that's really it. If she was super eager, she'd, she'd reply really quickly. Uh, the fact that she's not and she's putting you aside and then forgetting about it means you're just not very important in the scheme of things for her. Um, and that's that's really at the core of this kind of behavior type. And this this is what it looks like when it gets manifested with women. So the key is this, your initial interactions with women, if this is what you're getting, have to be better. You have to be more funny, more fun, more engaging. Therefore, your, your buying temperature, your value in her eyes needs to be higher. She needs to be more excited at the idea of getting a message from you, and then she's going to respond. The other thing that can really, really help 
is if the message that you send is fun. Like if the message you send builds value, uh, then she's going to respond. And one of the best ways to, to send a message that women are going to want to respond to instantly or very quickly is something that's playful and fun. So I don't know if you've ever had like mates send you a message on Facebook or a text or whatever, and it's kind of a bit of a playful dig, right? And you feel compelled to think of a way to respond back and playfully dig back at them, right? That's this, this, this compulsion that we have when someone sends us something teasing and playful like that. And it works really, really well in women. It's one of the reasons I tell guys your initial texts to women have to be playful. Because if you send something playful, you're, you're actually, you're imparting value into the text conversation and she's going to be far more likely to respond. So yeah, honestly, when women do that, it's, it's, it's 80% on your shoulders, guys. I know that's not nice behavior not to respond straight away, but <clears throat> I've talked to a lot of guys as well outside of dating. Guys do this too. So it's not just a woman behavior. It's just something that we do when we get a message from someone we're not that eager to talk to. Now, this third one is something that a lot of guys find hugely frustrating. I know this. And it's when women line up a date and then they flake at the last minute, like an hour before the date or a couple of hours before the date. Like, oh, sorry, I can't make it tonight. Um, and you're like, I was just, I was just all getting ready for this. And, and like, you seriously going to tell me at the last minute? Why does this happen? Well, actually, honestly, it's an amalgamation of the previous two reasons for the previous two points. First of all, women don't like rejection. They don't like being rude and they don't like being mean um, or putting guys down. And some women are really bad at it, like bad to the point where, you know, in point one, I kind of said you shouldn't blame women too badly for this. You should blame women for this because the women who do this are women who are who have issues, serious issues being direct with people. And so what you get is you get women who... They meet this guy and they're not really that interested in him at all. Not just, I'd be willing to go on a date, but actually they don't really want to go on a date with him. But they're really bad at saying no. And so you get their number, you organize a date with them. They say, yeah, okay, we, we can go on a date. They don't really want to go on it, but they haven't told you yet. And as the date rolls up, they realize they have to do something or they're going to stand up a random guy and that's not a very nice thing to do. And then they flake the last second when you, you know try to follow up with them. Uh, really, really common stuff. And so... How can you, <clears throat> how can you inoculate yourself against this? Honestly, this is where being experienced with women will come into play because you can, you can start to read the signs. You know, if you've got a woman who always takes a day to respond, thinking about the previous point, it means she's not that eager. It means that she's not that interested in you. And if you get a woman who does that and she's lined up a date with you, odds are she's going to flake. Yeah. So the big, you start to get a lot of these signs that she's not really that engaged. You know, or when you text her, she only gives you one word or three, you know, three word answers to, to things you text her. It's a sign that she's not investing in you and she's trying to be very short. You know, have you, if you've ever had a conversation with someone you don't want to talk to and you don't really engage in the conversation, you kind of just give the minimum response required to be polite. This is what she's doing. And when women start to do that, it means there's a very, very high likelihood that she's going to flake. So when you get that, it means you didn't do a good enough job early on. Yeah, again, it's one of those things. You you got to just because you get a woman's phone number doesn't mean she's going to want to meet with you. There there are lots of times you can get a number and it doesn't go anywhere. And so number four was my personal biggin, and here it is: when you go out to eat with a woman and you look at the menu and she says, "Oh, I'm not really feeling very hungry. I'm just going to have this tiny little salad." And you're like, well, screw your salad, lady. I'm going to have a massive hamburger full of chips because I'm starving. I'm man hungry. And then your food comes along and she's, she's like sort of poking at her salad, looks at your chips and starts stealing your chips. Chip after chip after chip. And as she steals your chips, 
you can feel yourself getting more and more frustrated, more and more annoyed as your big meal starts to shrink. You know this experience because I know this experience very well. It is it is annoying. I, I don't know. I, I hope other guys find this just as annoying as I do. Um, I hate it when that happens because I, when I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Like, I'm really hungry. And I order food for me and I want to eat all of it. And if it gets shrunk, then I finish my meal and I feel unsatisfied and unhappy. So what's going on here? Well, first of all, women generally don't have the same relationship with food that men have. Obviously some do, but a lot of it has to do with growing up as, as young boys. We tend to need to eat more and we frequently have the experience of not being fed enough sometimes. Um, that becomes a thing with boys. Um, and that, that tends to lead to a different relationship to food, like a more voracious attitude towards eating and, and making sure that we get enough food. Whereas women, young girls generally don't have that same experience. Some do and they, they end up the same thing. I know some women who love to eat um, even if they're slim, but yeah, it's not the same. And so what happens is a woman can sit there and, and be looking at a menu and think, I'm not that hungry right now. And so she only orders something light for herself. And the other thing is too, women will often be in a situation that if they're on their own date, they don't want to get bloated. They don't want to look like pigs or they're on a diet and they don't want to eat too badly. Or they think you're getting intimate with a guy and they certainly don't want to feel bloated and gross around him then. So what they do is they order a really light meal for themselves. Uh, and then what happens is your food comes along with its mm, yummy smelling burger and chips and things. And, and that all of a sudden makes her hungry. I mean, we can all get hungry suddenly, right? When, when we weren't hungry before and we see something great in front of us, it hits us. And so then what she does is she starts to have a little chip or another chip, and another chip. And that starts, that's how this whole thing begins. Now, I understand. I used to get incredibly frustrated by this. But there is, a, there is actually a hidden uh, educational moment here for guys, and that's this. For a woman, for the majority of women, a man sharing food with her is a really, really intimate, um, sensual thing, right? It's a feeling of being a provider, a protector. It's, it's a very actually bonding thing between a man and a woman for a woman to feel like the man's going to share his food with her. So what would I suggest? I would always highly suggest ordering a little bit more food than you want if you're going to go and have a meal with a woman, especially in the early days of a relationship. Because if she starts taking some of your food and you can openly, like in a really friendly way, like push your plate towards her or push your chips towards her and urge her to eat some if she wants some, that will actually earn a man really, really huge points. Um, so yeah, I mean, rather than get frustrated by it, you can actually see this as an opportunity to bond and you have to ask yourself what's more important bonding with this woman and like clicking off all the right hormones in her body by like actually trying to share with her or, you know, hoarding your food. And, and I hope that for most of you watching, it's trying to connect with a woman. And so, yeah, it's a lesson that I've learned always when I go on a first date, I order a bit more food than I actually want because I'd rather pay a little bit more and not have the frustration and still be able to openly share if she wants some then deal with the frustration of being hungry. Um, so that's that's a really big one. And I think it's, it's a mistake that I made for a long time. And I know that I uh, broke a lot of rapport with a lot of women um, in doing this. And so yeah, big lesson. In fact, a big piece of advice that I give to guys on a date, if you're gonna go to, on a date that involves food, go to a tapas restaurant. That's like a restaurant that serves you lots of little dishes rather than one big one each. And you share, the idea is that you share those dishes that is for a first or for a first, second, third, whatever, whatever date it is in the early relationship, that's way more powerful. Like sitting and sharing food together, sharing dishes 
for women, that's just way more bonding and way more sensual than just having your own meal separately, sitting across from each other. So yeah, a little bit of a tip there. That's number four and it was a big one for me. Number five. Number five was actually rarely happened to me. I've always been very lucky in this regard. But I know it happens to men a lot and I know it's horrible. And it relates to blue balls. <laughs> yes, those blue balls, right? It's when you go home, like in the early days of the girl and you're making out and it's getting hot and heavy and things are getting all wired up and she's getting all heated up and you're getting all heated up and then she stops you. Right then and there, like she, she holds you back at the last second. You're like ready and rearing to go and she like stops the train. Um, I, I've had it happen before and it's harsh. It's rough. You know, what kind of a cruel human being would do this? Get a guy all riled up only to stop things happening at the last minute. Like, how mean. It's not most, 99% of the time, women aren't doing it to be cruel. And they're not doing it to tease a guy. And it's, it's actually been the point of a lot of contention, politically a lot of late. But this is actually a big deal. Almost every woman that I've spoken to, and, and I've spoken to a lot of women about this, have the experience of they date a guy, they start dating a guy that they really like, they start to get sexual, and then something happens, right? Like he doesn't smell good, or he starts behaving in a way that is a bit of a turnoff, or something, right? He starts moving in a way, he's doing something that starts to become a bit of a turnoff. And so all of a sudden she, she gets out of the mood and she doesn't really want to have sex anymore. And then what a lot of women do is they have sex with them anyway because they feel obliged or they feel guilty pulling out at the last second and not going through with it. Um, this is, this actually hurts women quite a bit, this experience. Like for women to follow through on sex when they don't really want to have it is actually quite traumatic. Uh, not like rape traumatic or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, but it is really, women can walk away from that feeling really dirty and kind of a bit disgusted with themselves. And it's not a pleasant thing. And so, you know, oftentimes women will be getting hot and heavy with a guy and like it feels like it's full steam ahead and suddenly something changes for her like the way he's like just something to do with what you're doing can become a turnoff and she's not in the mood anymore and she doesn't want to go forward so the learning is you've got to start to look if this happens to you a lot you're going to have to start looking at what you're doing at your behaviors because most of the time it means you're doing something that's knocking her out of the you know, out of the vibe, it's, it's, it's killing her, 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 her juju and she's just not feeling it anymore and she's pulling out and most of the time it's because of something you're doing and that's the big learning. Like when I have clients that I'm working with and they're like, oh my God, I get so frustrated when this happens. I totally feel their pain. I totally get it. But often it's, it's, it's just some basic behaviors that they engage in when they're getting sexual that they need to change. And by the way, make sure your breath and your body smells good because either of those two things smell bad, you're going to feel that rejection a hell of a lot. So yeah, make sure those two are, are heavily, heavily, you know, well looked after. That's it. And thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.